Good morning. Today is Fear Not Friday. And it's September. Day. Well, Thanks, happy Shelley. birthday, Kylan. Happy birthday, And RJ and Shepard. Actually, if you didn't know it, we should fear not any day. Yeah. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> so today is the first day of September. The year is 2023. This is Friday. And we're going to have daybreak. Here we go. Yes, good morning, good morning. Amen, amen. It's also Brother Nadim's birthday Happy in birthday. Pakistan. Happy birthday, Nadim. And I just want to praise the Lord. I just sent an offering. Uh, many of you know that about a four hours drive from Brother Nadim, a uh, group of our brothers and sisters, group of Christians were persecuted. Uh, all of their stuff was burned or run out of their homes. Churches were destroyed, and uh, I just want to say I praise the Lord for being able to send them a little offering. 
to help with some food. They've been asking Nadim for some food, and uh, Nadim will be sure to get it to them. So I just got an offering to Nadim uh, so that we can get some food over and help our brothers and sisters in persecution. All right, so God is good. We've been having prayer meeting all week from house to house. Last night it was here at our house, and uh, what a wonderful prayer night it was. If you live anywhere close, I wanted to remind you of two things. One, September the 9th, Saturday, September the 9th, uh, right in the center, downtown Carthage, at the historic courthouse, we're going to just converge on the place, meet there at 7 p.m. with acoustic instruments. We're asking everybody in the county and those in other counties, if you want to drive up, Wilson County, Trousdale County, drive up, uh, to just come together. It'll be very uh, informal. It'll just be coming together and begin to just praise the Lord together. We will sing some simple songs, simple worship, simple hymns, and uh, things that we that most everybody will know and just just worship from the lawn right there at the courthouse. Number two, set your uh, <laughs> save the date for September the fifteenth. We're going to have a feast of trumpets celebration down at that'd be Friday night, September the fifteenth, down at Providence. I want to hey. speak to this one just for a second. Okay. So, like, if you've ever been at all, like, interested in the feasts of the, uh, that are in the Old Testament, the feasts of the Lord, this is a cool time to get just a little taste of it. Yeah. We have a an Israeli-born Messianic recording artist. Bot Rivka. Bot Rivka. through Tennessee, and we had the opportunity to... Uh, worship with her in Iowa, mm -hmm. and she called us up and said, "Hey, you guys doing anything for trumpets?" And so we're gonna have this little celebration. Yep. And if you've, you know, ever been interested in maybe some Israeli flavored music or anything like that, this is the night to come out and, and get a little taste of that. And blow speaking, shofars, blow shofars, oh, yeah. and eat apple and honey. Apple and honey. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of taste, so uh, we will be having a blessing, a share a blessing meal. So yeah, bring well, a little something. Just to contact share, us if you want more, more, or more. Yeah, something like that, and uh, yeah, and let us know. So, amen. We look forward to seeing you there. Bot Rivka from Southern Israel What's will be date? with us. That it is September, is September the fifteenth. Where is it? It is at Providence at the church in Providence, church house in Providence. So uh, that'll be a, a, a great time. Come out and be with us there and we'll be they're making a flyer you've got the flyer made i've not yet we'll start circulating that and soon and uh love for you guys to help us get that out and share it with people all right so praise the lord and if you don't know who bot rivka is look her up on youtube just speak text if you speak text it it'll get it i don't know how to explain it uh but even my hillbilly accent I can say Bot Rivka and it'll spell it out right. You can look her up on YouTube and see some of her music there. You will love her. Okay, we're in Proverbs chapter 19, starting with verse 1. And yesterday, and we are studying from the New King James Version of the Bible translation. 
And yesterday we ended with, he who has friends must himself be friendly. I mean, that is, you know, if you want to have friends, you're going to have to be friendly, okay? That's just part of it. And there is a friend who sticks closer to a brother. And yesterday we ended talking about Jesus. And Jesus and God can be substituted here. But most likely, now I'm just putting this in the context of Proverbs, probably Solomon wasn't talking about the Messiah. He didn't have the Messiah in mind at the moment he wrote this proverb, though we can use it that way. And we know that it's true. But he is saying that, you know, there are friends in our life that will be there when your natural family is not. Yeah. And they can stick closer than brothers, you know, and that's just a that's just a truth. So that brings us to 19, verse 1. And it says, Better is the poor who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. So Proverbs is very honest about the poor that the poor has many disadvantages. Proverbs is very honest about that. Just, you know, two verses back, he's talking about how the poor man has to beg, right? And and it's, it, it's very honest and forthright about the differences in rich and poor. However, it is also very clear in Proverbs that it's better to be poor than to be a fool. Being a, There's things much worse than being poor. Proverbs says, <laughs> and that's being foolish. Being a fool is much worse than being poor. And, you know, the poor man who's walking in integrity, and, and let's say this, there are bad poor people too. <laughs> there is poor people. Just because somebody's poor don't mean they're good. <laughs> it doesn't mean that at all. And just because somebody's rich don't mean they're bad. Can I get an amen? amen. Or vice versa. Vice versa. Yeah, either way. Either way. All right. So, verse 2. Oh, and I didn't put that up there, did I? Okay, just so that you can read it. There it is. Better is the poor who walks in integrity than the perverse in his lips and is a fool. All right. Verse 2. Here we go. Also, I like that word. Also, it is not good for a soul to be without knowledge. And he sins who hastens with his feet. Uh, it's not good for a soul to be without knowledge. Means it's 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 not good to be ignorant. It's okay. Ignorance is okay. We say sometimes people say ignorance is bliss, and I know what people mean by that. But biblically speaking, it's not good to remain ignorant. We are we are ignorant of things. There's things we just don't know. We just don't, don't have knowledge of things sometimes. Okay. But it's not good. We want to have knowledge. We want to have wisdom. We want to have understanding. That's what I think every born-again born again Christian should be a person. Now that they're born again, now that they're filled with the Spirit, now they have the Lord in their life. We should be people who are we're chasing knowledge. We're chasing after wisdom. We're like, God, teach us, and don't just give us knowledge. Help us to be wise in using that knowledge as well. But he sins who hastens his feet. That means, you know, when we run around doing things fast, uh, it, we can walk into sin easily. If we're not thinking about what we're doing, we'll fall into sin. We're, you know, we're rushing around. We're not thinking. 
we need knowledge. We don't need to be ignorant of things. And we don't need to move too quickly into things or it can cause us to step right into sin as well. Amen. Verse 3. The foolishness of man twists his way and his heart frets against the Lord. <laughs> now, I kind of got... I, got, I cracked myself up this morning as I was looking at this one, thinking about today. Uh, the foolishness of a man twists his way and uh, perverts his way. We do stupid stuff. I thought of Forrest Gump. Stupid is as stupid does, I reckon. <laughs> but, the, but more than that was the next line. It says, and his heart frets against the Lord. It's so easy for us to do stupid stuff and then blame God. How silly is that? It would be like me. When I was young, and this is what I got cracked up about. When I was young, I did a lot of stupid stuff. And I mean, stupid. Like, for some reason, I got joy. I may have shared this sometime in the past. But I had fun. Me and my friends, we would just jump off stuff. And you can tell, there's a lot of people who like to jump off things today, but we didn't do it in a safe manner. I mean, I would jump off barns, jump off houses. It's like, just see if you can jump off something. Well, you can always jump off something. Well, one time I'm jumping off a barn, and uh, when I go to I scoot off, you know, I'm sitting, and I'm going to scoot off the barn and jump. And when I do, my pants hangs a nail from the tent. And when my pants hangs the nail, it kind of tilts me up like this, and I come down on all fours, and I stick out my hand like this, and that's how I land on the ground, and I snap both bones in my arm. True story. Stupid is as stupid does. <laughs> but how much stupider... I know, it's not a word, but I like it. <laughs> How silly would it be for me to blame God for that? God, why did you let me break my arm? And the father, and the father says, dummy, you jumped off the house, right? And I just use that as a silly example of how our foolishness perverts our way. We, we, uh, we do stupid things sometimes, you know. We make choices in our life that leads us down a road, and then we get mad at God because we end up in the place that that road has led us. Hello? Don't you think we should take some responsibility for these choices that we make? I think we should. Actually, we write about this in a lot of our songs, Lisa and I do, because we've made a lot of mistakes in our life. <laughs> but... We ask God to step in and help us, too. And thank God that He does. He steps in and helps us. What about you? Any of you got a dumb story <laughs> like me? Wealth makes many friends. Verse 4, wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his friend. Uh, we may even say wealth makes many shallow friends. But the truth is, uh, wealthy people... People like to hang out with wealthy people. Matter of fact, a lot of people say, hey, you need to hang around people that you want to be like. And so 
If you, you begin, you want to be an entrepreneur, you want to make more money in your life, it's kind of common knowledge what everybody says. Start hanging around people that make more money. Rub elbows with them. Get to know them. Well, that's okay, and that's good for business. And I understand that in business and not being ignorant and learning how to do things better. But we don't need to leave the poor out. Can I get an amen there? Amen. I mean, Jesus came, and he said, to the poor, the gospel is preached. Jesus had a habit. I don't know anybody richer than Jesus. He is the sovereign Lord of the universe. And the poor have, has a special place in his heart. And so we need to kind of be careful. Uh-oh. Yeah, the dog is hitting the uh, camera here, shaking it. <laughs> so where was I at? The, we need to be very careful that... We don't just hang out with wealthy people, okay? Because that's not the way the Lord did it. And if we find ourselves being in a place where we have no time for the poor, we have no love for the poor, I would say you need to check yourself and talk to the Lord about that. That's just my personal opinion. The poor is separated from his friend because people's like, uh, what can you do for me? What can you do for me? It is... Here's how people feel. It does me no good to hang around you. You can't do anything for me. And there's truth. It's truth. All they do is need. And so that causes people not to want to hang around the poor. Verse 5. Truth. Proverbs are just bare, honest truth, man. They're good. It's good. A false witness will not go unpunished, and he who speaks lies will not escape. Uh, false witness, you would think, well, Solomon is most likely talking about in the court of law, a false witness is not good, right? And he will not go unpunished when he's found out. He can't go unpunished because if, if you do that, you have no justice. Justice cannot prevail when people are false witnesses. And so it must be punished. And we say, well, it may not be punished here. Well, that's true, but as I've said many, many times, uh, nobody's getting by with anything. And the second line, he who speaks lies will not escape. In Matthew chapter 12, the Lord Jesus, Yeshua, tells us that every idle word will come up in judgment. We'll, we'll be judged for every idle word we speak, much less lies. So, even if it you you go unpunished in this life, you, it's, it, coming. it's coming. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords knows it all. Amen. So I suggest anything you may or may not have, repent. Amen, sister. Repent. Amen. Get it under the blood. Get it under the and blood. Then, and then stop it. And then stop it. Yeah. Uh, six and seven kind of go back with verse four here. You know, four says wealth makes many friends, but the poor is separated from his friends. Verse six says many entreat the favor of nobility and every man is a friend to the one who gives gifts to one who gives gifts. Proverbs has said this over and over, you know, people that gives gifts, people are friendly towards people that give gifts. And 
we entreat the favor of favor of nobility. That's just how it is. Now, if you want to get the favor of God, then you better receive the gift of the Lord Jesus. That better be the offering that you bring for favor with God. Amen. You receive Jesus as your Lord, and then you approach God with Jesus as your Lord, receiving him as your favor, uh, as your Savior, then you gain favor with God. Amen. But this is just true. And then we'll go on to verse 7 because this goes along with what we've been talking about. All the brothers of the poor hate him. Why? Why? Because he's always needy. He's always asking. He's always asking. He's always needy. And this is what the proverb is saying. All the brothers of the poor hate him. How much more do his friends go far from him? They go the other way. Ah, come on, man. You're always asking, right? You're always asking. It's like there's an aggravation that comes because the poor is always in need. And it causes people to just want to stay away from them. He may pursue them with words, yet they abandon him. And this is just talking about the plight of the poor and how it ends up, the status it ends up giving him in our uh, high-end culture, right? Because the poor is always in need. And so it ends up with people just separating from them and going from them and ignoring them and kind of be like, okay, I just don't want to think about them. Let's not think about them. Because if I don't think about them, then I can continue in my luxurious life with all that I have, right? So anyway, what's your opinion? Tell me what your opinion of these Proverbs are. I'd love to read what you think as well. And we just praise the Lord. I praise the Lord for my brothers and sisters at Church Without Walls uh, because we do try to help. As much as we can, we try to help. And I thank God for that. And it's not like something I could do without the help of others. And... Uh, I just want to brag on any of you guys that are helping people. However you do it, you don't, it don't have to be through Church Without Walls. You know, it's just an avenue, right? But I know many of you out there watch Daybreak, and uh, you help people in your own way. Praise God for that. You know, bless people, help people. You have, you have blessing in your life. Be a blessing to others. Amen. Apostle Paul said that he worked with his hands that he may have something to be able to give. What a blessing it is. It is more blessed to give than to receive. And I hope all of you out there in Daybreak Land know that. Well, thank you for being here this Friday. We want to say shalom to everybody. And uh, we want to uh, pray Today, we want to say the Lord's Prayer together, if you would say it with us. Did y'all have anything? I have a question real quick. On the Saturday service at Defeated, uh -huh. which we're having and doing the baptism, and are we doing a, a shared a blessing meal, or are we doing a bring a sack picnic lunch, or how are we doing that? Okay. Yeah, I would just say just bring a picnic. Everybody bring something for your family. You know, we'll meet together, and we'll have church, and sing, and praise the Lord, and preach a little, have a baptizing, and... And anybody that's brought food can just eat together. How about that? I think that's good. Are you ready? Let's say the Lord's Prayer before we start this weekend. Our Father, 
who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen? Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat, 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 Shalom. <laughs> I love you guys. Shalom. Have a great weekend. Lord willing, we'll see you next week, Tuesday.